Good morning, podcast land. Yeah, I've always wanted to say something like that. Robin Williams was an absolute icon. Morning, Brian. Morning. <laughs> it's an early one for us today, guys. So uh, apologies if there's rumbling stomachs because I haven't had any breakfast. Don't know about you, Brian. I've had a Russell burger and that's it. <laughs> Russell burger for breakfast, nice. Yeah, I like just it. somewhat quick and easy. I need to go to the shop to get some uh, some cold beverages <laughs> ready for this. <laughs> this episode, particularly cold coffee. Cold coffee. Uh, yeah, so... Let's uh, hope the episode isn't a cold coffee. Yeah, let's hope not, no. Go on, count us in. Let's uh, let's get this show on the road. Yeah, so three, two, one, play. Oh, normal opening. Yeah. There we go. It gives us a chance to talk and, and catch up. How's your week been? Uh, it's been a busy one. Uh, I have been working nights, so I am totally unprepared for this today, to be honest with you. Uh, I... <laughs> I'm still on Wednesday. Like my day, my days have been a blur this week. <laughs> they can be a bit of a, a cultural shift, can't they? In the old um, oh yes, mental department, those night shifts. But they're worth it. They're worth it, especially for a nocturnal animal like you. Yes. <laughs> well, you say nocturnal. Kind of gotten used to being a little bit of both because of my my rotors just usually up and down constantly. But yeah, I've never really done nights. Like, mm. so this is new to me, completely new to me. And yeah, after three nights, yesterday, in particular yesterday, like, I, I wanted to get a little bit of sleep, but I didn't want to sleep too much because if I slept too much, then I'll still be on fucking nights in my head, even though I'm working a, a Sunday morning this week. Yeah. Uh, I, I said this week, usually every week. So yeah I, I just like tried to get a couple of hours sleep but that temptation just to sleep through was so fucking easy and i slept until like about four o'clock yesterday afternoon mm-hmm. and then I, i've had about four hours sleep since then so i've not done too bad but i'm just a little bit hazy yeah hazy yeah that 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 haze is uh it's a weird one it turns out we've completely missed a pay-per-view here um never mind it's only worldwide free. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a look at the card and see if it's worth doing after the fact. So they're friends okay. again, Tony and Larry. Oh, bless them. They buried the okay. hatchet. Good. That's nice to see. I like, I like Larry's checker flag shirt that he's got on tonight. <laughs> It seems to be a mixed pattern, but there's like a prominent checkered flag pattern on it. Mm. Do you reckon he wears Vans? (laughs) Does he wear what? Do you reckon uh, Larry wears Vans? Do you reckon he's got some Vans shoes on at the bottom to complete that ensemble? He really should do. I I, I think he'd pull it off. Yeah. Dress shoes. Nobody wants to see dress shoes. I gotta say, I have been looking forward to this episode all week. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, just the way last week ended with uh, Eric Bischoff joining the NWO, it's finally gonna kick off now. Mm-hmm. Surely, it's finally gonna kick into gear. You know, that, uh, the fact that we've now got Eric Bischoff as a part of it, you know, that that real life uh, slimy, I won't say really slimy, but you know, somewhat slimy real life uh, smug persona turned yeah. up to 11. Oh, you know, that that person that we really secretly love. You know, you hate to love him, and now he's part of the biggest faction of all time. I'm fucking stoked for it. 
Oh, starting off with Ryan Anderson. That's a nice little surprise. Yeah, I heard the music playing in the background then, and I was thinking, well, it can't be on. Turns out it is. Really, fully recovered from his injuries. Or is he just about to go off with uh, an injury? I know he's out for quite a bit of time around this time, but to be honest, well, I can't remember the last time I saw him in the ring. He has been out for a while, hasn't he? Um, yeah. So I think maybe I, I think maybe he has a couple more matches in him before he, he truly retires. This must be one of them. Once again, going into this blind, not, uh, not having done much research, although I, I'm going to feed little bits in the... Uh, in the podcast as as we go along. Mr. Can he be Edward Hulk Hogan? Oh, here we go. He's he's facing Lex Luger again. Lex needs somebody like Arn to pull him through a decent match. It just feels like we've seen this yeah. like a thousand fucking times over the last year. That's the only bloody problem with it. It's like yeah okay fair enough it's you know there's been a prominent uh, fruit, uh, feud going on but like it, come on it's just I'd like to see Iron Buddy face somebody other than Lex Luger to be honest with you yeah 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 but this is what they're going to do they're going to pull out the heavy hitters or just the the heavies I, I, I will never call Lex Luger a heavy hitter it's just it's just got dense weight, hasn't it? Dense muscle like <laughs> clumsy hitter. Very, very clumsy. He could probably he could probably lay in a punch, but where it's gonna land, who knows? It'll land on turnbuckle. Yeah. <laughs> ah They can join Iron Anderson there then, can't he? Yeah. Harsh. Big well, attendance for actual you know. this as well. They did pan. Yeah, I, like, I like that from Luger jumping over the rope. Hmm. But that's about it. He's <laughs> kind of che- he's kind of cheating though because he's putting it all on his left hand side. Do you see on there? He's got his he's got ribs taped up, so we know what's happening straight away here, don't we? Um, yeah. Yeah. When he jumps over the rope, rather than holding both hands next to each other like like normal people would, he's basically put his elbow on the turnbuckle and took all the weight off. So. He can't yeah, do still that a, properly. He's still a very tall guy. To do that, it's pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's impressive along with his physique, just because of the weight and the. And he's tanned. Wow, crowd actually up for Luger. Up for That's... it and up for Luger. I mean, I, I've said it before. They've done a real good job of pu- uh, pushing Luger as a. A white meat baby face, really. I mean, yeah. it's probably easy to get behind in terms of the story. It's just him as a as a wrestler. He leaves a, a lot to be desired. Yeah, I think that's really really speaks for his career. <laughs> nice little cheap shot there from Arn when the referee was trying to pull him apart, give him the old yeah. oof. Giving the old left hand in the eye and then continue the offense, but Lex has got on top just by being a dot, really. Just being Lex. Yeah. 
I think he just kind of ran into him there, didn't he? And Iron's like, I don't know what to do with this fucker. Iron's looking generally fucking shocked here. <laughs> like, that's a shoot. I wouldn't be surprised if, if something just went wrong and Iron is legitimately pissed off and he's going to give him a receipt here. Oh god, this is not something I want to see Lex do, to be honest. No, no, not when you know what, what the uh, issues are we are. I think that yeah. was the, that that was the arm as well, so To be fair, it seemed to have been executed quite safely, so I'm quite relieved at that. Mm. I mean as safe as Lex is ever gonna be anyway. <laughs> He's actually left-handed as well in Eorn, so it's a shame that having to losing functionality in your in your dominant hand. I can't imagine how I that mean, would feel. I mean, if you're not ambidextrous, like I, I'm clearly not ambidextrous. I find it difficult doing anything with my left hand. I can imagine if I if I lost complete function in my right hand, like, I'd be screwed. Right, mm. trying to trying to right my left hand ain't gonna happen. Trying to screw a screw it with my left hand definitely <laughs> not gonna happen. I can't even do like the simplest of functions like trying to stir a cup of coffee. That ain't happening with my left hand either. <laughs> fucking, I'm 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 fucking useless, mate. <laughs> you stir it clockwise with your left hand and anti-clockwise with your right hand. Yeah. You're right backwards with your left hand. See, that's what, what I've always found quite funny. Like when people like. People in primary school that used to write with pencil, yeah. and there were, there were like two or three in my class that used to write left-handed. So they're writing from the left-hand side of the page, and they end up with just fucking pencil mark on the bottom of their hands. Yeah, yeah, Beth's left-handed, so that happens to her quite a lot. But she plays guitar right. It's the Japanese, right? Yeah, yeah, I've noticed that. Yeah, she said that she's yeah. left-handed, but she plays guitar right-handed. I think that's what she were alluding to when when I said to her, I said that I tried I've tried learning guitar and I said I, I were not good with my left hand and she goes, Oh no, a trick. So she's obviously must know a trick if she's actually playing right handed. Mm. Mm. It is so what she's basically it's saying is, Brian, you use a left handed guitar, not a right handed. Cause you'd think like your dominant hand would be where you, you know, you're putting your fingers on the frets, but it's not, is it? It's 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 really bizarre. The human brain's just fucked up. <laughs> Very much so. Iron's <laughs> got the advantage here. Iron, Iron's, I mean, he's still cardio. He's just phenomenal, and he's bumping like a motherfucker. But he doesn't look very well. No, he does not at all. I mean, it, the match hadn't even started, he was sweating. And he's he's very red. This is a guy that's clearly going through a lot of pain if he's, like, bright red in the face. I mean, he's almost beat red here. He's he's. I think this is in the he, midst of his drinking problem as well. Ah, yeah, that does not help at all. No. The fact he has, like, excellent not, cardio whilst sinking, like, 24 brewskis at the end of a night is... It's impressive, but... Yeah, he, I mean, that's it. He, he doesn't look like he's in bad shape either. He's just in his 
in his very typical iron bar- barrel-shaped body. Yeah. Like, and, I, and I suppose with somebody of that shape normally, it's very easy to hide something such as a drinking problem. Yeah, yeah. Cut to a break there. But it's just everything else with him is just you can tell something's not right. Yeah, I mean at this point he's thirty-eight years old, so you wouldn't really, you shouldn't really. Yeah, he's. That's it's a decent age, isn't it, in wrestling? Yeah, and that well, it, it really the stumble that he just did then, like he 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 tried to make it look like that was part of what was meant to happen, hmm. but you could tell something went right. He, he just he just literally lost his feet and just stumbled mm. over it and he looked quite shocked at himself as well I think what we're seeing here is a guy that's just disappointed with it, with everything that's going on he's disappointed with his own work I mean, shame because he's still selling really well yeah I was just going to say he shouldn't be disappointed really should he with his own work because he's still doing quite well fun on yeah. tr- fun not it's not might not be well known but it's a fun trivia fact here Oren Anderson's actually younger than Lex Luger <laughs> by three months I, uh, I believe it <laughs> if you said three years I'd still believe it mm. Arnie's a bizarre fucking man for his age the fact that he looked he looked 50 when he was 38 and now he looks you know he, he's he's what 60 odd now <laughs> oh god yeah um... and, he, and he finally and in a really weird way he finally looks his age yeah, be sixty four now. Jesus, yeah, you're right. In what you're saying, though, he's just—he's always looked older than he is. Yeah, so so time's finally caught up to him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's on the offense now. He's had that arm worked on, no end by Lex, and now a slingshot into the uh, bottom rope. It seems to be every time Luger uh, wrestles a match now, we're not talking about boots. So I'm going to ring up Arn's boots here. The silver silver boots. Mm. Really nice. Mm. Really nice look. You don't see enough silver boots in wrestling. I mean, obviously, for the likes of Luchadors and you know, Cruiserweights and people like that, they generally just change up the colours on the fly. But in terms of people that have got a solid look, you know, usually just like playing black trunks or red trunks or something like that, Never see many of those rock the silver boots. Yeah. It's usually either black or white. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we'll have like a dark brown or a dark shade of red or something like that, but something's bright as silver. <laughs> Why are you talking to the poor star? Are you alright? <laughs> what the fuck? Wow. Oh, I hope he's all right here. <laughs> I hope he's not had a swift with a uh, couple of drinks before he came out. I was just thinking that, yeah. yeah it took a long time to making sure that, that Lex could catch his breath and when he was turning red, just, <laughs> I'll talk to the post. <laughs> God. Oh, no, 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 no. You're not getting me a second time, post. Yeah. He is capable of those those funny little moments as well, though, isn't he, Orin? Decent sense of humour. He is. Nice post. 
No suplex. People are up for it. There we go. Torture rack coming. Fucking crowd of pumped for the torture rack. Hang on a minute. Is that Hogan? No. no? Giant? Yeah, that's Giant. The most coveted belt in the world. <laughs> uh, I think Hogan might have something to say about that big guy. Yeah, he might do. But you're not. But you're not, Giant. You're not the US champion. You've just kidnapped the belt. You're holding it hostage. <laughs> the Giant uh, must have a short term memory there. Again. Speaks for Paul White's career, does that? <laughs> I mean, he spent most of his career with a turning face and heel. He obviously forgot who his friends and enemies were. Just cha changed on the bloody night. I think he was... was He, he was programmed to uh, face Jeff Jarrett, weren't he, at, at World War Three? I think he was, yeah. I think he was. That's one way to do a torture rack, I suppose. Oh, jeez. It is. It's hard watching this, knowing knowing what went wrong with Iron and his and his arm and nerves and stuff like that. Although I think that's the reason why they've got him wrestling this this match and maybe one more, just to get it across that he's got issues with his arm and that's how they're going to write him off sooner or later yeah it's just seeing him go over the top rope the way he does as well yeah. he has a way of making it look slick on a good night mm. so he's not making it look slick tonight I mean, on on that occasion he looked like he caught his chin on the way down they're racking him in the alleyway and Mark Curtis is saying you need to be in the ring Mark Curtis is like I'm going to go in the ring <laughs> Oh, he's double counting them out. Okay, cool. It started the count. Were they out of the ten then? <laughs> Maybe they might have just been. He's kept. Yeah. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> so Curtis didn't ring for the bell, but he signalled that he was going to start a ten count, and the guy who rings the bell rang the bell. <laughs> I'm like, I just stayed out for ten seconds though. Right. It's good that Maybe. it's good that Lex didn't let go of the hold then, because while he was counting ten, that could have got really awkward. What I do like as well is that uh, it would miss time when they went eight, nine, ten. They like did it like eight, nine, ten. I'm yeah. like, nope, that's a bit fast. Yeah, he's like trying to make it a point. Like, yeah, it's a foot up, but it probably was about ten. Yeah, not one of the biggest uh, WCW fuck ups there, thankfully. Oh, Ultimate Dragon versus Rey Mysterio. Ah, 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 Ultimates. Sorry, Ultimates. Ultimates Dragon. <laughs> Tombstone Power Driver. See, I literally did an iron then and actually put my finger up against my mic. Like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> yeah. 
it's really weird seeing Ultimate Ultimates dragon like this. Like <laughs> he's wearing different colours. I'm so used to seeing him in sky blue and gold. Hmm. <laughs> Nick Patrick and oh my god. What the fuck is he wearing? Well that match kinda lasted long, could it? Oh, that's a very erotic looking photo of Patrick then. <laughs> I fucking hate you, Patrick. I really do. <laughs> your facial expressions are the best. Oh, hello. <laughs> the freeze frames are ridiculous. <laughs> and the NWO theme plays. So we're playing into the idea that Sting helped the giant, a member of the NWO, beat Jeff Jarrett. Yep. Oh, hey. Tony and Larry. Oh, Larry's offering to protect Tony here. That's okay. Well done, Larry. Hey, we fucking go. Oh, Eric, you're such a charming, sneaky, slimy motherfucker, and I love you. <laughs> I really do. Just coming out, it's like the the difference from last week to this week. It's that now we're in denim and leather. Yeah. You know, and it looks like I might be wrong here, but it looks like he's dyed his hair as well. And yeah, now we know he was notorious for dyeing his hair. Yeah. He dyed his hair for a long ass time, but he wasn't black. He was brown. He was a dark brown at best, and now his hair is jet black. Yeah. Either that or he's wearing a really, really nice, like, thick mousse, which just makes it look darker, but... Nah, I nah, think I'd, I'd go with yours. Dark. I'd go with you. He's definitely dyed it. Yeah, I'd go with that. What I do find it funny, though, is like, well, I'm quite the end of you all now. This is the colour, black. Mm -hmm. It's like, uh, the giant, Kerry Nash, light brown hair. <laughs> Six. Uh, Scott Hall, dark brown. Hogan, conspicuous by his absence, blonde hair, and Vincent, bald. So they don't like blondes? Just had the one blonde, that's it. Jesus Christ, what is the name of that fucking, uh, that band from the 90s? You know the song, they do have bronze in the name. I can't remember the name of the fucking song, but you'll know the song. What's going on? I can't remember. <laughs> I, I don't have my pipes on today. I can't remember the name of the band. I think it was Free Non Blondes or something like that. I'm not sure. Eric's microphone didn't work for the beginning there. Is that something to boss about, Eric? That means surviving it's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I think you've just proved what, your point though straight away. It's like you've just proven your point. He woke up the next day, you could still feel his fingers and toes. Mm. I am a tenacious human being. <laughs> Kevin, that is not how you raise a title, buddy. That just looks stupid. pretty fair it is but then it, it, it kind of muddies the waters a little bit doesn't it oh yeah we know what it's going to muddy the he's the highest executive which means he has to look at the card beforehand and then he's like alright Arn Anderson versus Lex Luger which was a clean finish even though it was a double count out it was actually a clean finish and uh, going back to my theory this daddy so yep it definitely has because you can see just at the at the roots there are some slight browns that he's missed mm. well, I mean I, I don't think I don't, I don't think us westerners can can have jet black hair can we I mean I tried it <laughs> no I mean I mean natural I mean you can't grow jet black hair if you can it's a yeah. very rare trait yeah it is very rare and you must you have are... something else in your in your genetic makeup to uh to allow it to happen. It's a bit, it's a, it's a bit like a karaoke microphone, that, isn't it? They should have yes. had that in the NWO, just a karaoke microphone. <laughs> Especially, probably borrowed it off the giant, considering he was like a karaoke guy, weren't he, before a wrestler? Yeah. But the whole idea of the NWO is they're outsiders invading, yada, yada, yada. So you do want them to be like working on, on a budget, even though they've got a millionaire as parts of their ranks. Mm. You kind of want, oh, you just want it to be a bit rusty. So I don't think they've gone far enough with the mic here. I think they should have had a long wire with it as well. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Marcus Bagwell's part of the NWO. But they're also teasing that Scotty Riggs is as well. So it looked like it looked like you were coming down to. I didn't see a, no. a challenge issued there because I don't have the no, things Rig, on. No, Riggs is like, what the fuck? Right, no, no, it's okay, Riggs. You're... No, wow. no, we're not. Well, that were quick. <laughs> we knew that. Were I mean, quick. this is good. In theory, this is really good because obviously Mar Marcus Bagwell's been on the on the rise a little bit, hasn't he? Yeah, good to integrate a guy like a, a WCW guy, a new guy, a guy that you want to elevate into a group like the NWO. Get him over a little bit. But what will happen yeah. with Riggs? Hmm. I mean, I, I, yeah, poor Riggs is just going to be left by the wayside here. Um, oh. Yeah, I mean, he's a good wrestler. We've seen that. They're both really good wrestlers, actually. Been a very surprising unit. I've said that before, like in terms of tight teams, mm. they've long been a running joke. But like, I, I've watched them. I remember when uh, a friend friend of mine on Twitter, Scott Caballero, uh, he does actually listen now and then. He has told me that. Um, 
before we even started this podcast, he were, he were like, unironically, big American Males fan. And he told me, he goes, no, they're actually a tag team. And I'm like, come mm. on, dude. And no, he was right. Good tag team, really good tag team. Oh, fucking hell, we ain't seen this jabroni for a while. Yeah, he was the guy that gets a lot of hate. <laughs> he is a fucking idiot, though. <laughs> he is an idiot, but it has its place on this show. Like, people fucking... People hate it, but, I mean, I, I think it has its place. Oh, yeah. The freak he has written on his on his tights here. <laughs> Cut back. <laughs> what a fading that way. They were in the crowd, the people dancing, fading to... DDP just fucking giving him a hammer um, hammer blow, hammer blow that's pink one. and black DDP as well oh yeah yeah nice nice get up I like it the one who looked out of the place in, in the heart foundation would he <laughs> I mean to be fair if uh, if you can have all American Jim Neidhart and all American Brian Pillman as part of the uh the Heart Foundation. I think we could have DDP as part of it. Yeah. <laughs> and Brian Pillman wasn't really married to anybody within the Heart Foundation. I don't know what were, but... Yeah. Somebody posed the question the other day. What if, uh, what if Pillman had stayed in WCW? And fought the Macho Man Randy Savage. God, oh, Jesus like, Christ! Fucking hell! <laughs> I, loose cannon versus loose cannon. I don't think Savage would have been proud of that. Do you not? Th- I think he. I think it would have. It could have worked. You know, it could have worked. Could have worked. It would be. It would be a train wreck. It would be an absolute train wreck. <laughs> but it would make for good entertainment. Mm. But it'd be something that. It's something that Savage would not have really enjoyed doing. In Disco Inferno, on the offence. It's just such a rare thing. And in the ring against TDP as well. Yeah, yeah. But again, that's that's kind of how DDP operates. Isn't it? it comes from behind and it's the it's the diamond cutter yeah. out of nowhere. Just so weird seeing Disco Inferno on the offence in any match. <laughs> It's just that it's, it's such a shame that Disco's such a pleb in real life. Yeah. Like, I, 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 even even as a kid, I enjoyed this gimmick. Like I, I was entertained by it. Oh, there you are. Yes, and of course, we've got referee Homer Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> Why is the bell awesome. ringing again? I don't know. Like, it wasn't even a free count there. Knockout? He, no, the ref, f- the ref did tap. He must have just thought, like, just tapped and then it's like, no, he's, he's knocked out, he's done. Yeah, knockout. You're done, son. That's a gnarly bruise on DDP's arm there. Very gnarly. So DDP's been, uh, sorry, Disco Inferno's been fed to the wood chipper there. <laughs> he has jobbed. That's his role, though, isn't it? It is his role, and he did it pretty well. And he made yeah, a few got, quid out of it. Yeah, it, probably most offence I've seen him having a match as well, and it was literally like a minute and a half. <laughs> you know, it's a quick match because DDP still got his gum. 
Not anymore, you don't. <laughs> you say, he's got his gun. See, this is what I really like about DDP. Is that he, he has justified the end we all want in him straight away. Mm, yeah. he, and he's put himself over massively while putting the NWO intentions over. That's a fucking sign of a talented wrestler, is that? Yeah. Very intelligent, this DDP. In real life, and. Well, just in general, he's, he's an intelligent person. Why has that guy got binoculars? Like, he's in a fourth row. <laughs> he's not looking at the wrestling, is he? He's, he's, he's scouting the talent. That's what he's doing, yeah. Perv. And behind him is, uh, looks like George Carlin. Yes, he does. <laughs> he actually looks like the, uh, the love child of George Carlin and Ben Burroughs and Diaz. <laughs> Is Bischoff your neighbour? Yeah. Very ominous. Very. But we're not. I hope we're not going to be going through the fucking the same thing we did with Hogan. We're just going to interview people, and it's going to be like, I can't believe he did what he did. Oh I've yeah. Known the guy for seventeen years. <laughs> yes. Why dress a Stingley in NWO shirt on? I said that last week. It's, it's, it's still he not. Think, he obviously thinks Sting's part of the NWO. Look at that website. Absolutely outstanding. Look at that. Oh, man, yes. <laughs> and a little snippet, WCW News, WCW video game. <laughs> oh, that was another thing I saw. Jeff Jarrett in uh, wrestling video games. <laughs> He's been scanned into most of them, but has appeared in very few. <laughs> Because when it's about to be released, he leaves the company. <laughs> and here we've got Rick, uh, Ricky Steamboat from Wish. <laughs> I've never heard of this guy before, Tony Penner. You know, the, the one thing when you were talking about Jeff Jarrett as well is that Tony was asking Larry if he's logged into the web yet, which is such a weird thing to be reading in 2022, you know. And then this he says, is... he said, and then he, he folded it up and says, everything seems to be on the web these days. And I'm like, Tony, you know fucking nothing, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tony Pina is Antonio Pina, who is the fucking guy who owns Treble A. Okay. Which I would is... never, I would never pick him out of the of a crowd. No, I mean I don't recognise his face, but I recognise the name. I've just had to Google it, and it is definitely him. It's oh, right. um, I won't recognise this is either. this is 
this is bizarre because over the past like couple of months, everybody's left Treble A and gone to the whatever the 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 upstart was that Conan was involved in, so that they could work with WCW. So now all of a sudden they brought this guy. They must have brought this guy in as a as a as a peace offering. No, if they're fucking joining, I'll join. Like fuck it. <laughs> it's Antonio Inoki this shit it's like fuck New Japan I'm going to the arrival <laughs> mm. he's going to job anyway because Regal is the fucking master yeah he really is I'm going to say Regal looks fucking great here you can tell he's yeah he's been he's, he's had a bit of time off TV like he's been he's been here and there but he's spent time getting a little bit more lean and more jacked he's looking very yeah lean. I mean he ain't got much of a belly on as what he usually has we're saying we're saying he spent time off TV he spent time off Nitro because he's been wrestling a lot on Saturday night because yeah. obviously TV champion he's got to wrestle on TV so yeah that's true I'm but, trying to think if this is the this can't be the run where he defeated Ricky Steamboat for the for the TV title it can't be no, I think Ricky Steamboat is long gone at this point. Mm. Long retired. But who? But then again, who am I to fucking uh, say that? I've just compared Tony Pennant to Ricky Steamboat. <laughs> oh my god, that was really fucking impressive, though. I'm looking at this guy and I'm like, if you, if you said to me before the match, it's like, yeah, he's not going to do kip ups. He did it four times in a row, back and forth. Yeah. He were giving it fucking socks. Put some disco music on that. <laughs> I, I'm just saying. Yeah, Tony, I'm, I'm kind. Tony of, Pennant, I'm kind of expecting this guy to go. Yeah, I am now. Anyway, <laughs> I'm, I'm, to be honest with you, I really should expect the unexpected because we've seen a few people this year that have just come in and like, yep, I can do a suicide dive. Yeah. So this would be his third run as the WCW TV champion. See, so, and now he's fully ingratiated. He's, it, it, this is the William Regal, the Stephen Regal, and all. He's, he's wearing all burgundy now. And this is a look that he'll have for... Oh, so we're talking 96. So, yeah, for a good 20-odd years, he'll have this yeah. look. Like, so, solidly. And then he, he'll have these... Yeah. He's a really bad accident where he, he basically just cuts his, you know, side of his lip really, really bad on the, on the top of his lip. Yeah. So he ends up having to, he, so to, to accommodate that, he changes his look and he grows the hair out and he switches to black with the gold, like, I, I don't know what you call that pattern, but you'll know what kind of pattern I mean. But it's like, yeah, he's... Yeah. Uh, it becomes more regal. Hey. Hmm. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> we should have known this as well. He defeated Lex Luger for the TV Championship early this year. Good. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we covered it. I'm almost certain we covered it because that's when Lex was being a bit of a dick to Sting. Honestly, and Lex had like 75 titles on the go. <laughs> Yeah, I honestly can't remember. Probably lost it on Saturday night, knowing how we look. 
Oh, fucking Regal's already bright red in the chest. <laughs> it's definitely English. Definitely Northern. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's a great yeah, trip. I like I'm that. I'm gonna say definitely, definitely, definitely European. Yeah. And that is it. There we go. Regal, Regal stretch, and it's over. Lovely move. I don't. No, really he's like not that, letting go. Uh, that submission. And nobody's looking. I would have loved to have seen William Regal versus Gunther. <laughs> or, well, Walter, as you know him more as. The fucking chops. Yeah, you can't say Gunther because I think about friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of course, I know. God damn it, WWE and your name changes. I mean, with the stories that Vince really wanted to job Gunther out as well, so. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he would have ended up with short, bright, whiter. Yeah. Before he got sent back to NXT. Yeah, just give him a new name, the Bruising Barista. <laughs> he comes down with a fucking coffee cup and all that lot. <laughs> Yeah, I'm quite impressed with WCW's ability to get PlayStation as a sponsor just over a year after they've basically fucking started the TV show. That's that's no yeah. feat. It's just a shame WCW gave them such crap games as well WCW Backstage Assault. Well, around the time that Nitro started was when the PlayStation was released. Yeah. So... The PlayStation's been out for a year at this time, so it's just starting to pick up tr pick up traction. Because beforehand, it, it mm. did have quite a slow start. But then, like, 96, like, late 96, early 97, that's when the likes of Crash Bandicoot were being released. Well, not only that, but it, it dropped half the price as well, didn't it? When it came out, it was like 500 quid or something. Yeah. Yeah, that helps as well. It's weird hearing a Steiner say 100%. It's like maths. <laughs> it's a shame that I'm not actually better at math than what, I, than what I should be, to be honest with you. In that there was a Reddit that did claim that everything Scott Steiner did in that infamous math promo is that his maths was actually correct, but the, the way he laid it out was wrong. Right. Like everything he said, it's like you don't lay math out like he did. The equation was completely wrong, but the the math actually did hold up. <laughs> like it's really weird. Like only Scott Steiner could fucking do that. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to search that uh, that that out. Oh, okay. A new uh, NWO ad. Outside his t-shirts. I'm surprised yeah, that WWE like does. Do, do you not like that design? That's quite. Um, yeah. No, quite not that design. It's just like. Oh. I know, but back in 1996, that would have been fine. But like, if you if you were trying to like, like for an instance, I was trying to search for a new Walter Bridge T-shirt ready for a gig. So obviously, what happens is you get a lot of eBay results, and you'll get fucking T-shirts like that, which are clearly not made by the band. They're not official. Yeah. You know, they're they're just they're, they're cheap fucking shirts like tribute shirts things like that and they always have the, recti uh, the rectangular or the square panel on the front with a 
a logo or something on top of it. <laughs> nice catch, Gordon. And um, yeah, it's just got his name wrong. Oh, they always do. <laughs> it changes week in. <laughs> it changes <laughs> week My latest hailstorm shirt's kind of in the same in the same vein as what you were uh, what you were describing there, Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, but there's a way of doing it well, and yeah, yeah. It, that's why I don't like it. it. Just reminds me of all the cheap knockoffs they find knocking around on the internet. Hmm. They're selling signed vinyls at Alter Bridge, by the way. So make sure you've got some cash. Oh fucking hell! <laughs> I would tell you my idea you're of getting talking, one while we're in you, Prague. You talk, you're talking a week before payday, I probably ain't going to have the cash. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down to like 400 quid now on my bills at, at me, my TV and broadband haven't been paid yet. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, they go out on like, it's not, not that much. About 85 for both, so. Nice. But yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's 18 feet. Like, I don't think it was that high, but I'd believe it at the same time. <laughs> to the floor, it must be. Yeah, it must be. Maybe, maybe. No, yeah, yeah maybe yeah, 14 or 15 possibly, but obviously Eddie's yeah, head old... would be 18 feet in the air. You mean the mullet when it just goes up? <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> And Conan's not fucking about. He's like fireworks going off. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Rest hold. Yeah, I mean that's what you should be doing uh, when there's fireworks going off, like in the middle of the show. There's yeah. A break. It's all break. Yeah. Has Conan got a championship belt tattooed to his left arm? I've no idea. I, d I did see the tattoo at the corner of my eye, but I didn't see what it were. I swear that's a fucking championship belt. What a fucking mark. <laughs> yeah, that's a fucking title belt. It, that is 100% a title belt. Yeah, it does look like one. Yeah. Must just be to. I don't know. Just to celebrate his first world championship or something. I don't know. Who fucking knows? I can guarantee he would have been ribbed by the boys for that. Probably, yeah. But then, I mean, what are you celebrating? I mean, you're you're a fucking you're you're one of the fucking you know. You're one of the main players. You you you're more or less a booker. So yeah, I mean there, there there is an infamous that I told, weirdly, it looks like the current IWGP US title. Mm. Mm. But no, yeah, he would have been red for shit like that. If it isn't indeed a title, but it looks very much like like one anyway. Yeah, but. If if it, if he did, he would have got ribbed because like you you only listen to uh need to listen to Mick Foley talk about how when he was TNA champion, 
and he w he he was told that um, the one thing that they have to do as a champion in TNA is that they really need to promote it. They really need to promote the belt. They need to promote the brand. Yada yada yada. And they told yeah. him to walk through the airport with a title around his waist. So he fucking did. Somebody told him to do that, so he actually did it. And he said it was one of the most embarrassing things ever because you were like, no, you got to put that away, you know, that kind of thing. Obviously, you're going through a fucking airport, Nick. You know, yeah, you can't be having yeah. shit like that around your waist. And it's like going, hi, hi just greeting people like, hi, man, the TNA champion. Like, what? We know you make fun of it, but what? <laughs> Bloody hell. Yeah. yeah you can see the idea, some... can't you? But it's not. Yeah, somebody, somebody in the back told him to do that, and it's like as a yeah. as a joke, and he went, you know, Foley probably easily fooled at that time. Probably easier fooled now, to be honest with you. <laughs> God, I'm just making that look fucking so easy. Yeah, That's scary. Oh. High risk maneuver backfired. <laughs> well, he, he definitely telegraphed that. He didn't believe it. He barely jumped anywhere, did he? Mm. I mean, not not complaining. It is safe, you know. You're not going to get hurt, but when the standard is. The, well, the standard is Jushin Liger and Flying Brian for that. you got to make that yeah. shit look good. Yeah. This has actually been an entertaining match, and I'm not really that big a fan of Conan, but he's really led the shit in tonight. Yeah. And Eddie Guerrero, I mean, his selling speaks for itself. He's fucking brilliant. Jeez, that looked rough. <laughs> it legitimately looked fucking painful. Like, I mean, it always looks painful, but that looked more painful than what it should have been. And again, probably was probably was safe. Just Eddie Guerrero selling. Well, I do not know what happened there, but I'm glad. Oh. Oh, oh no, it did get him. My complaint last week of seeing Eddie lose all the time. Oh well, to be sure you listened. Yeah. Well, that ref with uh, ref three matches in a row as well. Yeah. He's earning his paycheck today. I work hard for the money. It's so hard. To be fair, it's the day money. after a pay per view, isn't it? So. <laughs> I'm going back to Homer Simpson then. <laughs> <laughs> something, something, money, money. Come on, give me lots of honey. Funnily enough, uh, one of my colleagues uh, the other night, he he put uh, he put like I, I can't remember. It might have been hot eighties or something like that. He just like. Put a uh, bent the tannoy mic, put a magnet on, uh, like a heavy magnet on the button, and had his music coming through the tannoy speakers and all that. And that song actually came on, and I'm singing the Homer Simpson version of it, and I'm getting weird looks <laughs> by my manager and by by my colleague. And I'm like, yeah, you're clearly not Simpsons fans. I'm way out of my depth here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what arena that is, but it's kind of like a dome. It's like a dome, dome-shaped arena. It it looks nice from what we've seen. 
I wouldn't be surprised if AEW's actually been there. It looks like somewhere very similar. Fucking hell. They really need to stop with the bloody screen caps. Like, there's always <laughs> somebody gurning in them. And this time it was... Um, uh, Robert, uh, Robert Parker. 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 Parkour. That's the Norfolk Scope in Norfolk, Virginia. It looks pretty cool from the outside as well, it's got to be said. Psychosis versus Dimalenko, man. Some matches on this card. Might be worth going back. Oh, fuck you, no. Actually, no. Never mind. <laughs> it's the nasty boys, it's like, yeah, let's just leave it. Right. <laughs> so, Jimmy Hart, obviously, ringside, managing the... Uh, the fucking nerves gone off my head. <laughs> the fucking everyone by the fucking looks of it, because yeah. it's nasty boys and it's fucking dungeon dungeon of doom's fucking Mengen barbarian, isn't it? Yeah, I, I, I the, the fucking nerves. The nerves lost on Bob was for some bloody reason here. Oh, that does anyway, look like a good power bomb though. But anyway, what Jimmy Hart was wearing was clearly a misfits jacket. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was. <laughs> Yeah, the big skull on the back. I bet it, I bet it actually wasn't a misfit jacket. I reckon it was like a knockoff again. Basically, doing what he does with the music, just a little bit, you know, the requisite amount of black and white changed in it, just to make it look different. Yeah. The powers of pain. There's the faces of fear. The faces you were, of fear. You were trying to. I think was of. thinking the powers of pain or faces of fear. Here we are. Right, so Jimmy Hart's coming out with Big Bubba, and he's got got skulls on his on his shoulders right you're managing the wrong person here is that with Meng or Barbarian he's got the same jacket on again yeah yeah it was the random guy in the mask I don't know so basically we've got we've got a Misfits fan with George Michael <laughs> you fuck you with this George Michael thing <laughs> <laughs> the amount of people have seen that looks oh. like George, that done George Michael cosplays in wrestling it's two on WCW in 1996 and I'm pretty sure uh, Buff Bagwell <laughs> is going to lean even more into it now yeah yeah I think the blonde is going to go because you're not allowed to have blonde in the NWO <laughs> <laughs> No, he's going to shave that thing down. So Steiners are back in WCW. I didn't do my research as to whether or not the Steiners had left and come back. There was a power play when it came to wages because apparently they were a bit knocked off that the outsiders were on so much money and the Steiners weren't. So, yeah, as a power play, they said, well, we'll just fuck off to WWF then. And now, four weeks later, they're back in WCW, so... Whether or not it worked, who knows, but Rick looks up for it. Right, so I'm doing a bit of research on this arena. Uh, AEW this... have not been there. Yeah. They have been to a, a venue that looks very similar on the inside. But a little bit of trivia yeah. for you is that NWA, WCW and WE have all hosted events at this uh this arena including Gene Crockett promotions as well 
And that were in the 1970s or what? Uh, Are you on about I, this one, at f- one for Nitro? Like no, the no, no, no. The, the Scope, sorry, the Scope. The got, Scope, right. Yeah. But on April 27, 1998, during the Monday Night Wars, Wars professional wrestling stable Degeneration X drove a Jeep up to the doors of the venue during an episode of WCW Nitro. <laughs> so, yeah, there you go. <laughs> they were at that venue. But it wasn't during an episode. Oh, she fucking does my head in. <laughs> no, we know it wasn't during an episode. We know it happened <laughs> at, a, at another time. But <laughs> it happened before the episode because yeah. it was fucking taped. We know that. We know. Uh, I think at this point on the other channel, um, Sid. Sid Vicious, well, Psycho Sid's the WWF champion. Oh, he's beaten, uh, he's beaten Shawn Michaels for the strap. Oh, somebody's on the way out. Oh, it's Sting. It's Sting. It's Sting. Look at that guy there. He's That's just, fucking right. Um, no, right. This Teddy, Teddy Long's mum and dad aren't interested. Right. This, I. We don't want to see fucking Sting running down some steps. I'm sorry, we don't want to see that. <sighs> we don't want to want him seem like a normal human being here. It's like you could have just done that different. Don't fucking cut to him running down steps. I think in hindsight, it's spoiled by the fact that we know that Sting repels from the ceiling at some uh, point. Yeah, there is that. I, suppose, I think that's what but... it is. But it, it, it's now at a point where he's struggling to get through the people, and it's not like he's saying, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, out of my way. Yeah. You know, it's not like that. Timing's everything. Oh, and he as just well. nearly fucking nutted himself on the barricade just to end all that. So is <laughs> he. Oh, okay. Scott Steiner's going to get a Scorpion death drop. Scott? Uh, Rick Steiner, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so Sting has taken out Rick Steiner. Is he part of the Dungeon of Doom? <laughs> like, let's not tease that, please. <laughs> so Sting's, Sting's contribution to this episode is helping Big Bubba defeat Rick Steiner. <laughs> yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. So I'm guessing this is from the promo earlier, because I didn't, I didn't actually... We were too busy talking about Steiner math to actually listen to the promo, but I'm presuming because he was saying people who were 100% WCW and I'm presuming he called Sting out and said that Sting wasn't possibly yeah I don't know. Huh? don't say things like that uh, Rick I know I keep wanting to call him Scott and then and then um, Bert, uh, Bobby the Brain he said he came out of nowhere no we fucking didn't we saw him run down fucking several flights <laughs> of stairs <laughs> Bobby the Brain was on, fucking Heenan tonight. While we're on the road, a little bit more from um, the world of wrestling. Kurt Henning North showed his scheduled WWF live appearance on Livewire and Superstars this week after having a meeting with Eric Bischoff, apparently. Interesting. <laughs> so he's on. Um, I know he's on his way to WCW around this time, anyway. I think it takes a little bit longer. I, yeah. I don't think he appears till 97. Yeah, even though he shouldn't be wrestling at the moment because he's got his Lloyds of London payouts. 
Yeah. How many uh, fucking wrestlers actually got their lives to London and still wrestled? I know there is an infamous story of uh, Road Warrior Hawk uh, having his yes. payout, not being able to wrestle, but it, it justifying it is saying that, oh, he only does one move. <laughs> he don't take a bump. Right. <laughs> Oh, Cruiserweight action. Oh, Psychosis, yes. I'm always here for it. That get-up. That's a real cool attire. Yeah. Again, very Power Rangers-like. Yeah. Seems to be a common thread on this. <laughs> we'll not mention any Power Rangers this oh, week. Oh, shit, because... yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We mentioned one last week, and four days later, he died. Yeah. That was really sad, man. Fucking hell. That, yeah. like, fucking... We are in the car when you text me, and I was like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. I was fucking devastated. Four kids and a wife as well. Yeah. And just felt like he couldn't go on. It's just, just so sad. Yeah, really is. And the worst thing is that the other, the other day I had stumbled on uh, a couple of tributes just by accident, just on Instagram. One of them by, uh, I can't remember the actor's name, but the actor of Gus Fring from Breaking Bad, which you said you were very surprised. I like that was. Giancarlo Esposito. That's the one. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the very surprising one. But it, it was, yeah. But then you actually read, read the context of it. It's like, yeah, that's that's quite, you know, that's it's a really really nice little chance meeting that they had, and they were just enthralled by him. It was really 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 nice that. And then the yeah. other one was from his eldest daughter, and that oh my god, that really fucking broke me. I didn't see that one. Yeah, uh, that probably would have uh, probably yeah, would have got a bit upset over that. Yeah, it it absolutely broke me. Did that one. So yeah, uh, shout out to the uh, to the family of Jason David Frank at this difficult time. Like you know, I mean, again, I, I were, uh, we were both big Power Rangers fans as kids, and the Green yes. Ranger was always my favourite. I mean, yep. he, he, I, I think he was most people's favourite because he looked different from from the rest of them, and the fact that yeah. he started out as an evil Power Ranger as well, <laughs> pretty uh, pretty Oof. fucking cool look and everything, and. And, and honestly, let, let's let's be frank about this as well. Like we're seeing a lot of luchadors coming through into WCW here, and they a lot of them are Power Rangers esque. Yeah. It's yeah. It's I I might be wrong, but with some of the looks that we're seeing, and we see different looks like this in WWE around this time as well. I think that really goes to show the. The scale of influence that Power Rangers had, yeah, and that they were, you know, Power Rangers, they, they were what they were one of their own when it came out. When it first came out, they were one of they were shown its own, and it, they just they just got so fucking cool. They really did, yeah, and yeah, and we know that Power Rangers has had an influence on wrestling. You only need to look at Xavier Woods, like Xavier Woods. It's that was literally his gimmick. His gimmick at one point was, I'm a massive Power Rangers fan. Mm. I'm trying to remember wow. the name of his finisher. He had a he had a Power Rangers uh, named finisher as well. 
when he first came in. He probably it's probably still the name of one of his finishers. Trying to remember the name of it. It was a very quick cruiserweight match though, for uh, especially for WCW standards. Um, yeah, I know. Which says a lot considering we were just uh, we just talked through it. Yeah, and it was quite botchy as well. You were all, you were all right. It was just not spectacular. Not bad. Not not spectacular by any means. The role in the uh, red carpet out also. Um, Jesus. Yeah, woman's there again. That fucking Ouch. black eye. Did he just say one bad twice? Oh man! Yeah, not not very good promos. Has <laughs> been look no, into my eyes. I don't <laughs> want to look in your eyes. You're fucking minging here. So I am really, really struggling to find the name of that finisher. I'm finding a lot of Power Rangers influenced New Day gear, but that's about it. I'm finding very little in terms of the actual name. I can't remember what it was called. Oh, that's going to kill Woman's me. just dumped Kevin Sullivan live on TV. <laughs> <laughs> as if we didn't know already but yeah I feel like Benoit's just been dropped into the Brian Pillman role here if Brian Pillman's still in WCW then he would have been doing what Benoit is doing now and Woman probably would have ended up with Brian Pillman just called Rowdy Roddy Piper Roddy Rowdy Piper oh did they only sign the contract did they not have the match last night for fuck's sake no unfortunately that is coming up at uh at Stargate. Oh dear.
Yeah, I'm not looking forward to Stoicard, unfortunately. Not for that match. No. The card looks pretty good beforehand, from what I remember. But going into that match, yeah, it's not how you want to round your year off. No, not at all. And I know it's not even for the it's not for the title either. Oh, is the title not on the line? Apparently, apparently not. No. Now I'm not of the of the opinion that the title should be online on the line every single pay per view. That doesn't bother me. Like, but this is your biggest event of the year. That title yep. should be on the line. Yep. Oh, and I was wrong, by the way. It weren't his finishing move, Xavier Woods. It was actually his location. It was actually held from Angel Grove. Oh, yeah. 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 So that's, that's pretty cool. Wrong. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I do like that. Oh, God. Yeah, so this is just a contract signing, in it, and then they're probably going to do the same thing, beat up Roddy Piper, and Hogan's going to be like... <laughs> See, th- th- this, for me, is doing a lot of damage to Roddy Piper's legacy. Because we know he was a bit off-kilter, you know? He was yeah. he was mad as a fucking uh, bag of hammers. But in WWE, he was reined in so much... It's clear here that he's not reigning. They're just saying go out, and he's just doing whatever he fucking wants and saying whatever he wants and just rambling on. And like, put a fucking script in front of him and tell him to keep to it, please, for the love of God. Because this isn't entertainment. It's really fucking sad to watch. It's hard, really difficult. Because we know at this time as well, he's not in the best of best state. We know he's fucking caught up to the nines, bloody most of the bloody most of the time. I'm gonna make a, a suggestion that we skip the next ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, do we need to watch this? Is it gonna be a whole ten minute segment? <laughs> it is ten minutes. Yeah, I've just checked. Right. Okay, so we're gonna fast forward. We're gonna fast forward ten minutes, yeah. So So it'd be one twenty you wanna to get to. So I'm And then you're gonna see the aftermath anyway, so there you go. Right, actually, so it's not one twenty we wanna to get to. It's one fifteen and seventeen. Oh no. Well I'm no. at one twenty and it's the end of the thing. Yeah, so so excuse me, because on on the thing at the bottom I'm getting, yeah, it, it's. Yeah, don't trust the thumbnail. The thumbnail's fucked. Yeah, that is very fucked up. It made it difficult. So if we go to one minute twenty-one and forty-four, so get your time skills ready. Uh, one minute twenty-one and forty-four, because that's when it pans straight to the arena. Are you there, Mark? Yep. So three, two, one, play. Yeah. We do not need to see Roddy Piper and Hogan again. We don't need to see it. So back to the arena. Thank fuck for that. No, it's gone to break. Sorry. <laughs> 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 to be fair, that break was more entertaining than that whole segment. 
Yeah, they they attack Roddy Piper, they spray NWO on his hip, and then Roddy Piper more or less gets up and just throws a table at people. Lame. Uh, we've got Alex Is Wright this, this, this might be the main event. Fucking hell. Yeah, Alex Wright, main event in the Nitro. Give it yeah. to me. Go on, Alex. Just a criminally underutilised wrestler. <laughs> and I'm not even going to ever try and claim that he is the best in the cruiserweight division, but it's one of those people that I've heard of and never seen a match of, and he's just wowed me almost every single time he's been in the ring. It's like, yeah, get this guy on TV more. Oh, fucking hell, he's wrestling Jeff yeah. Jarrett, so this is a guaranteed loss for him then, isn't it? <laughs> oh, really? So weird. I was listening back to some uh, episodes of the Atidira podcast the other night at work, and they described Jack Jarrett in this suit as a, an alien paedophile. <laughs> and that is probably the most apt description of this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Should be good for Alex this though. Jeff, Jeff is uh, he's one of those you can put in the ring with anybody and he'll make him look fairly decent. Yeah, that's that's the one thing he's really good at, and I've never once claimed that Jarrett is a bad wrestler. I just don't like the yeah. guy. <laughs> he's simple yeah, as that. Yeah. He's a, he, he is a really good wrestler. He's just a fucking real life prick. <laughs> like the one thing that gets me about Jarrett as well is that the one complaint he had. It, uh, about his career I mean before before he really got to uh, to the top level in WCW the one thing he actually was that complaining about is that he wasn't taken seriously enough he wasn't put into the main event and he thought that he deserved it and things like that and it's like mate every time your contract ran out you jumped ship to the other fucking company every yeah. single time loyalty yeah. gets you somewhere in wrestling yeah and then when you came back to WWE in 1997, 98, the first thing you did was shoot on Steve Austin. It's like, he was never going to work with you after that. You probably would have had mm. an opportunity, but he was never going to work with you. And you already, he already had bad blood with you at that point from back back when uh, Austin was wrestling in the territories and getting paid a pittance compared to the golden boy, Jeff Jarrett, who turned around to him and said to uh, to Austin, who was looking at his check, saying, "Well, it ain't gonna get any bigger by looking at it, pal." Like, mm. you you know, you already had it bad, and then you shot on him. Like, he weren't gonna work with you, and then and Vince McMahon wasn't going to be interested in putting you in the main event for that. Yeah. When he goes back to WWE, Oof. the first thing they did is they put him in a program with the Undertaker. So they had something, that, you know, they wanted him to to be something they wanted him to yeah. actually make it to the next step and he just fucking killed yeah. it he killed it and not in a good way fun fact he actually has a pay-per-view <sighs> win on over the Undertaker well now I think it's probably like by DQ or count out or something like that but he has a pay-per-view win over the Undertaker and that is a 
that is a rarity in 1998. Yeah. 97, as it were. Yeah, it went back in 97. That was a short match. <laughs> it was a quick match, that one, yeah. And uh, Jeff Jarrett clearly being a heel there with the way he uh, used the ropes of leverage. Yeah. So that means we must have one more match then. Yeah. What are WCW going to sign off with this week? Or are we going to have another fucking promo? Yeah, oh, Mount. What? Wow. <laughs> what a screenshot. Jesus. Again, another fucking screenshot. Even Jarrett in the background was like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I bet Lex wins. Yeah, somehow, I think. Oh, it's, it's, yeah, I would have thought. Sting would have come down and helped him but then there's like 25 referees in a fucking match like this isn't there so yeah yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna put it uh, out where it's that we are not covering this pay per view <laughs> it's a shame there's three matches on there that are gonna be fucking blinding I know but I just can't be doing with a bloody 10 minute bloody uh Piper promo and I cannot be doing with that fucking World War 3 match no Not I think World I'll watch it this week I'll watch I'll watch the matches yeah, the, I the think, Cruiserweight I matches think this week do. we're going to skip the February we're just going to watch a couple of the matches and yeah. just have done with it the faces of fear are here is this the main event then it must be yeah there's only 10 minutes left I'm going to say well to be fair WCW aren't notorious for having really long matches on the long nitro anyway so no you usually get the odd one match I think the longest match so far on this card was Luger and Anderson yeah which was too long Harlem Heat <laughs> you really do not want to be promoting the giant and jingle all the way guys you really don't <laughs> you can probably just <laughs> overlook it it's just a footnote in his career that is a movie that Hollywood Hogan got him in it's like just don't don't even mention it Pointless. We're laughing, but when it comes on this Christmas, we are going to watch it. Oh, yeah, of course. We watch it every year. <laughs> it's like, that is a common uh, common movie in my household, even if I'm just watching it alone. Yeah. You know, Jingle All The Way, Home Alone, Home Alone 2, all, mm. every year, without a fail. What about Home Alone 4, 5, and 6, though? Uh, nah. Die Hard? Is that hard a Christmas movie? I never hear That's people... That's why I said it. I never hear people debating about that, to be honest with you. Do you not? No, I never... That's, that's a massive debate. Yeah, I never hear people debate about that. Like, news to me, that <coughs> It's no debate to me. It's not a Christmas film. Right, so, you know, I couldn't tell if you would be sarcastic there, but how would clearly be sarcastic. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> that's the problem with recording over the internet, is that we don't really see our own facial expressions... Yeah. Oh fucking hell! It's not a da- it's not a Christmas movie in my book either. Just because it happens around Christmas doesn't make it a Christmas movie. 
just like Home Alone 3 is not a Christmas movie for me. It, ho, uh, Christmas is a footnote in Home Alone 3. It's not the actual core premise of it. The core premise of Home Alone and Home Alone 2 is that Kevin McAllister is left at home and gets uh, lost in New York at Christmas time when they're going on the Christmas holidays. It's a core point. Yeah. Footnote. I don't think I shared this image with you, actually. Is that you, uh, I was at the uh, Darwin Christmas lights on, uh, switch on uh, last weekend, and I actually took a photo of the lights after they came on, or what have you. So the town halls in the back, I'm actually next uh, to what used to be the co-op, uh, just on the little co- uh, co- elevated car park there. Just stood on that wall, taking pictures and all that. And I put, obviously, the... Uh, me watermark at the bottom, Brian Brighton Photography. Uh, my mate Lewis actually took that photo when I posted it on Facebook and he actually uh, covered that up with uh, <laughs> uh, Taka, uh, Taka uh, what it, I can't remember the name of the fucking building in Die Hard now. Damn it. Oh. So just give, I know what you mean though. Just give me a give me a sec. I'll I'll send you the picture for his signal so is it Get get a get a live reaction. Uh. Yeah, I I hope it doesn't disconnect us. So save the form. It shouldn't disconnect you if I just send it through. Because you'd be able to uh. view it on your computer anyway. So. Oof. So yeah, with the actual picture itself. <laughs> it's fucking brilliant. I've got to say, I'm not very impressed with tag matches in WCW. I'm almost always impressed with with the face of the fear when they get in, because they just throw yeah. people around. But tag matches, they tend to just be very messy, always seem to have outside in- interference, tend to go a bit too long for my liking. They're just not really good. Like, And I don't think... To be honest with you, as the older I get, I just kind of, I don't know, maybe it's because of AEW as well, I'm just kind of like burnt out on tag matches in general. Like, I'm yeah. at that point where they just, it, it, it's a nice, it's a nice break from the norm, but it, they're either just being overdone, or when they're being done, they're just not done very well. Bischoff notoriously hated him, so it's no wonder that it's surprising that it's actually gone on as a main event so that leads you to believe that something's going to happen especially when this is a potential number one contenders for yeah. outsiders yeah. tag team titles but yeah he, he notoriously hated them that's a shame because when uh, when they're done right they're really they're really good matches or tag yeah matches. I think you're Especially, I think I think part of the issue is that these guys are like fucking mega heavyweights. Yeah. So everything seems a bit, it seems a bit sluggish, doesn't it? Like a cruiserweight tag team match as a main event, it's just going to be fucking all sort, all sorts of fun. I mean, you, 
Yeah, here we go. So, we look, oh, so this is the only reason that this is here. Yeah. Again, it's the outside stuff. It's just like... Yeah, it's, that, that was being rang. So like, I think this is like where WWE just went. They just got it right with the Hardys, the Dudleys and uh, Edge and Christian back in the 90s. Is that... Yeah, at times they did overdo it. Like there was the time where uh, the Hardys and Edge and Christian were just... What the fuck is Vincent doing there? Uh, um, CPR on his throat. <laughs> <by the way>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, that, 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 that's just completely derailed what I was saying. I'm not going back to it. I'm done. <laughs> it's just fucking terrible. <laughs> oh. Giants check chokes hanging, mate. <laughs> Buff's got his NWO shirt on. NWO stand tall. Rubbish is being thrown in the ring. It's just another week in WCW. And on that note, we sign off. <laughs> so, Brian, your final thoughts. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> okay. Well, Final thoughts are CPR is supposed to happen. Chest compressions <laughs> are supposed to happen on the chest. Not neck compressions. No. You, Jesus you're not, when you're trying to make people breathe, make sure that they're breathing again, you don't want to crush the fucking uh, the windpipe. <laughs> oh my god, oh. what a hot mess this fucking episode of Nitro was. Yeah, yeah, a bit all over the place. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't that good, was it? Like, I would pump for it, and it just was a little bit. It were a bit hodgepodge for my liking. Yeah, a bit, a bit sad, and way too much on, on the on the recaps. Way, I mean, that's yeah. the one thing that yeah. I, and and WWE would fucking hit. They used to do this a lot as well. They still do it to a degree. Fucking recap packages. We we don't need them. You know the screenshots are fine. Fucking ten minute recaps of pay per view. Just stop it. Just stop doing yeah. it. You know there's a reason why it's on pay per view, and I'm pretty sure at this time, as Nitro is going live, you are still able to order the replay of the pay per view. Yeah. Yeah. So why are you giving it giving parts of it away for free? Mm. Just don't do it. And even then, you're giving the bad parts away for free as well, right? If I'm watching Nitro and I've missed World War Three, I'm not going to look at look at uh, Roddy Piper with it, uh, getting beat down by the NWO after a ten minute promo and go, yeah, I gotta tune in and watch that. Nah, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not tuning in. Well, I mean, we said it in the show. We're not fucking covering World War Three. <laughs> we're not. No. We are not covering it. Just by what we've seen on Nitro, we are not. Reco- uh, we are not covering that piece of shit for the pay per view. <laughs> And it says a lot that we skipped the fucking uh, segment that they did show. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, well, on that note, let's sign off and let's actually uh, try and improve our day by doing something else than watching this episode of WCW Nitro from the 25th of November 1996. <laughs> <laughs> I think it might just go back to bed. 